The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out. Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward, Chusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Most of you remember the story of Mary and Martha They were sisters. Jesus went to the home of Mary and Martha, and Martha is preparing the meal for them. Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to Jesus, and and Martha gets upset, goes to uh, to Jesus and says, uh, tell Mary to come and help me in the kitchen. And Jesus says, you're too worried about too many things. Mary has chosen the better part. This Scripture passage is often interpreted as as busyness or activity versus contemplation. And that is a good interpretation of that passage. That's a good thing for us to think and pray about. But there's a whole other way of looking at that passage. To sit at one's feet, that both the expression but also the gesture, the actual physical gesture of sitting at the feet of a rabbi, of a teacher, meant to declare yourself as a disciple, which was only done in Jesus' day by men. Only men could declare themselves a disciple. Only men could sit in that, at that position at the feet of Jesus. And so the story is also about Martha being uncomfortable with her sister declaring to be a disciple of Jesus since It was not allowed by the cultural norms of the day. Martha goes to Jesus and says, tell Mary to move back into the traditional role of women, to move out of this role that's reserved for men. And Jesus says two things. Martha, you're worried about things you don't need to be worried about, number one. And number two, Mary has chosen the better part. He affirms her in her declaration, her proclamation, through her gesture as a disciple of Christ. And then today, in today's gospel, we find out that actually Mary was not unusual among Jesus' disciples, that uh, the gospels say that that there were many, there were many women disciples who, who traveled around with Jesus and the apostles, many. Well, th- this is quite shocking. This was not done in Jesus' day. Uh, it was not unusual to have a, a rabbi with a bunch of disciples, that happened a lot in Jesus' day, but it was not really heard of for women to be traveling with the men as, as disciples. And so the whole thing begs the question of what about us? And what about how we see our, the role of women in the church? The Catholic Church today has asked us to reflect on the role of women in the church. There's going to be the synod in Rome in a few months where they will begin to reflect on many different 
issues in the church, one of which is the question of the role of women in the church. In early church, we know that there were women deacons. We know that St. Phoebe was an important uh, deacon who, who carried the message of St. Paul to one of the Greek cities. I don't remember which, Colossa or, 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 or um, Galatia or one of the others. Uh, we know that in the beginning of the church. We also have a document of a pope writing to a bishop about a deaconess in, a, in an affirming sort of way in, 1200, in, 1100, in 1100 AD. So for at least 1100 years, that's more than half the history of the church, there was some form of diaconate for women in the church, more than half the history of the church. And the church is now asking you and I to pray for the leaders of the church as they reflect on this question about women in the church and where we might go with it. And the stakes are very high. Years ago, I was in the bush of Africa and I would visit these chapels. There were about 30 chapels in an area the size of about Houston. And I was the only priest. And some of these places I only got to about once, uh, or a priest only got there about twice a year or so. And the vast majority of these 30 chapels were run by the women. They were the pastors of the church until the priest could get there. They prepared the baptisms and so forth. Now, these people lived in dire poverty. These are refugees from Sudan. And, and many of the babies uh, would die before the age of three. And a deacon has the ability to baptize. So if these women leaders were deacons, these babies would not have died without baptism. Now, I believe these babies are in heaven, but Christ in the Great Commission commissioned the church to baptize all people in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. And we did not fulfill that mission for these babies, these most vulnerable ones in the world. And so the stakes are high in this question. And I think we should follow the church's request of us to pray, to pray that the church might make a good discernment about the role of women in the church and, and how might we uh, do all that we can to, to to give women the opportunity to serve the church in the fullest way that Christ is calling them to, to, to serve.